Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. So tonight, we're going to be reviewing Confidential Informant. Also, my good, awesome friend, co-host, Rossi Whitney. We're going to be reviewing this movie. We had Michael Olowitz on the other night, just talking about his film and how enthusiastic he was over it. We finally got a chance to sit down to watch this film, and we're excited to be able to do this review. So thank you for allowing us to review this, Michael. We do appreciate it. So without further ado, let's go on ahead. Let's talk about Confidential Informant. And hey, Rossi, how are you? Hey, hey, John, how are you? What's up, I'm movie doing fantastic. Lovers? So, this movie. Yeah, we finally got a chance to see it. We finally got to sit down and watch this in our own private screening, which is fantastic. This is a big honor for us to be able to do this, especially as indie podcasters and someone that enjoys watching movies and talking about movies. So, you know, thank I'm you, just Lionsgate. Gonna open up- thank you, Lionsgate, for allowing thank us you, to have a free Lionsgate. screening. And yes. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Big honor. Thank you so much, Lionsgate, for allowing us to review this film. And also thank you to the Holly Shorts Film Festival for allowing us to bring Michael on to interview him as well. So that's also another big honor for us. Absolutely. Uh, But yeah, so I'm going to go into the plot point of this. This is going to be a non-spoiler, guys, just letting you guys know. So that way, if you guys want to go on ahead and check it out for yourself, guys can. But this movie is actually set in 1995 in New York City. And then we also have Narcotics Lieutenant Kevin Hickey, who is actually played by Mel Gibson, opens with a frank statement. Cops work diligently for the public good, but aren't treated fairly when their chips are cashed. And then, of course, his voice introduces the grizzled Tom Moran dynamic Purcell and alcoholic Mike Thornton, who is actually played by Nick Stahl. I think that's how you say his name. Both men served as Marines in the Iraq, Iraq War. Before joining the force, Tom saved Nick's life in combat. They were in a much like an inseparable pair, if you think about it, whenever they were a team together. And that always had each other's back. So that's something that I really thought that was interesting, how you have these characters and you can actually see it within the writing itself. Right. That they do have that that dynamic of where these are brothers in arms. Yeah, um, the just a little bit, guys. I just want to give props to our actors. Um, mm-hmm. We had um, a, a pretty nice uh, uh, cast of people in this. Uh, let's see. Uh, as uh, um, John said, Mel Gibson plays Kevin Hickey. Um, we have Kate Bosworth, who plays Anna Moran. Uh, Dominic Purcell uh, plays Tom Moran. Nick Stahl plays Mike Thornton. And um, Michael Kacek plays Kurt Harnister who also was um, one of the writers um, uh, on this film, along with uh, Michael Oblowitz and Brooke Nasser. And we have Russell Richardson, who plays William Lerner. Um, I, I did like the fact that you have um, Nick Stahl character with, um, with Purcell, Dominic Purcell's character, Tom Moran, the fact that they had this, this um, bond and friendship for the fact that they were in the, the war together. And, you know, um, let's see, it was a, uh, Tom, who saved Nick's life, right? Right. Um, so he saved his life. So them becoming cops, they were partners, and you got to see how close they were and how involved they were. And um, you want to talk about the? Well, we don't want to tell you guys you know, everything that happens and how it ends, but basically, you have um, Tom Moran, who's played by Dominic Purcell. He finds out he has cancer, and he's mm-hmm. going to die, and he has. Gosh, I think it's like days or weeks left. And right. um, yeah, and 
his um, home situation is not the greatest because we know that, you know, cops don't make a lot of money, you know, and uh, he's really stressed out. He has a beautiful family. Um, Kate Bosworth plays his wife. He has a, a child and uh, he comes up with this scheme to fake his own death or, or yeah, to yeah, fake his, death. his own death so we can get to the stage, pension to, to stage, his wife. Yeah. To stage his own death so that he can get the pension. And, um, and his partner, um, Nick, actually, um, Mike Thornton, who's played by Nick Stahl, has, a, right. has to help him with that. Go ahead. Right. And Kate Ballsworth has actually plays his wife. And I thought yes. she did a really good job of playing the caring wife oh. to be able to nurture him a little bit to say to try and tell him, hey, look, it's going to be OK. Right. And at that point, he doesn't know he has cancer just yet. But right. the journey that you're on with him makes you care about the character. And that's just amazing writing style that they that Michael had on staff with him to be able to right. do that. And you can actually believe it. You can actually believe that this guy has cancer. You can believe that Kate is actually being the one who was trying to be there for him. Right. And that's something I thought that was really caring and enduring for me as well. Right. So, it's very, so that part I thought was relatable as well. So some of these characters, characters are very relatable. If you guys are wondering about that, there are some relatable characters, especially yeah. when someone's battling cancer. And, right. and then, you know. But yeah, I yeah. thought that uh, the grittiness of the film, because it deals with a lot of um, you have a lot of, uh, I guess, narco cops. Um, they have this um, big situation that's going on and you have this uh, informant that uh, that they work with, meaning uh, uh, Tom and um, Tom and um, Mike. OK, right. and so this informant is uh, also involved in this plot because. The 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 guy that's on drugs, I guess Carlos, um, yeah. he too finds out that uh, he finds out that he's dying. He actually has AIDS, and uh, he has not a lot of time left. And so, some of the things that the two cops did also was to benefit the the user's family as well, because they were going to be left without a lot. And in the midst of them scheming to um, to stage you know, the detective's death, um, Tom Moran's death, this, this, this person gets involved as well. And, um, it goes kind of belly up. Um, he, he does, he does, he does die, you know, uh, Tom does die, but from that, from that, a lot of things start to go really bad, and, you know, yeah. Haywire. And you have your, um, I guess you'd say the DA, um, his name was, uh, it was, a uh, let's see, Russell Richardson's character, William Lerner, who, who smells something bad, you know, and, and, and just so you know, he's not really, uh, he doesn't really like the two cops. He doesn't like, you know, Tom or, um, I'm sorry, I keep looking at this, sorry, Tom or Mike, um, because he feels that they're dirty cops. Some of the things that they do is not, you know, oh, sure. yeah, go ahead. You can speak on that a little no, bit. No, 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 it's okay. Sorry about that. But no, yeah. um. But no, I think that the way that they played off that narrative works for this type of movie because you need right. to have some type of way of staging this thing, not only staging it, but also showing you what's going wrong now, now that that person's out of that out of that area now, right. out of that basically out of other people's lives and stuff, now that he's gone. Right. And you see the fact that things are going wrong and you're wondering how they're gonna pull themselves out of this. Right. If they're even gonna pull themselves out of it as well. Right. And, you know, I thought 
they also didn't shy away from the fact that this is a heroin addict, that Carlos is a heroin addict. Right. They didn't shy away from the drugs. I thought that was really good. Right. Um, action sequences are pretty spot on and stuff like that as well. When you look at the narrow uh, walkway and things like that, if you're wondering about the action sequences, some of the action sequences are very well shot. Um, but yeah, I thought that this was actually a pretty good movie as far as the storytelling goes, the writing goes. I really thought that dynamic works, especially with the chemistry on set with some of the characters. And even whenever Carlos does wind up dying, you feel sympathy for him in a sense. Right. And also, you know, um, you know, as John said, this this takes place back in the 90s. And so um, this is, you know, the time where you know, uh, cops would step over the line to, to especially when they're they're dealing in the, a gritty world of drugs and just horrible people. And so what I get from this film is you don't want to paint them as dirty cops. I don't look at them as dirty cops because of the fact that, you the know, um, yeah, it's it's the different situations that they are in, you know. So, you know, you got to you got to step over that line sometimes to get down and dirty. Um with the criminals and and in the 90s new york i mean you had a lot of that going on and some cops you know would step over the line to the point to where there was no return like they're literally criminals uh but what the sense that you got from these the, the two characters the two veterans that um went to war together um it was really hard for mike's character uh, mike thornton uh, nick stall's character to even entertain uh tom moran's uh, wanting to stage his own death. He, he, he was very concerned with, you know, he has kids, you know, um, right. Tom Moran and his wife and just, you know, the fact that it is going to kill them. And he has to be the one being that that's his best friend to go and tell his family, his child, you know, friends, you know, he died in the line of duty. And so, you 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 get the reason why they why they did that. Like I said, cops don't make a lot of money, and this was just his idea of making sure that his family is well taken care of. So you get that, and you you end up rooting for everything to work out. Um, unfortunately, like I said, it does backfire because you know Mike Thornton is left to answer questions because you have you know this DA that's um, not not. He's not questioning the fact if if Tom Moran dies, what his problem is, is the fact that he's been on them for a while because of the fact of the dirty things that they were doing. And this D.A. or cop is uh, he's more like he doesn't like any any type of dirtiness going on with cops. He doesn't care what it is. But I do like how it works itself out towards the end to where he finds out the real deal of what happens you know, what happened to Tom Moran, the 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 druggie and, you know, um, Mike Thornton's involvement in this. Hey, guys, John here from Movie Lovers Unite. And let me just tell you something. Sometimes it's always hard to find the best person to edit your podcast. Well, I went through several other people to actually help me with my podcast. And the best one that I know of that actually charges really great for podcasters is Christian Obrey. And I just want to mention this. His business is Editing by Christian. Go on ahead. Let him edit your podcast. His prices are very reasonable. He'll work with you. He's 110% a fantastic person. And he's honest to the fullest. 
and this is John DeGregorio from Movie Lovers Unite. You mentioned the fact that you have these cops in these situations and stuff like that, too. That's what it is. It's just a situation that they're right. in. Right. And it's because of the fact that you have to go for them to do what they need to do to support their families and do their families. Right. They have to cross that boundary of what's right and what's wrong, even though right. you have one character that's a straight edge, which I'm happy right. That we do have at least one character that's a straight edge sword in this right. movie to where you can root for. Not right. saying that you can't root for the other characters because they have their own motivations too. So I thought right. that was really interesting on how they play into it. And then, you know, you also have the music that actually has the vibe yeah. of the 1995. You have, of course, you have your Cypress Hill in this. You also have, um, you have that kind of vibe going on because, right. you know, Cypress Hill was big in the 90s and stuff right. like that with rock superstar, rap superstar, right. and singing in the midbrain. The list just goes on. Right. But, you know, I think that capturing that essence within the city itself, you can actually hear that within the New York uh, City alleyways being an echo through New York City. Right, right. I think, it, re- right. I think it definitely does. echoed, definitely echoed, I must say, definitely echoed um, through the streets of New York City. Um, but, Overall, um, if you like um, uh, uh, thrillers like this, um, these type of movies, I think that you guys might like this movie. I think you should definitely uh, give it a chance. Uh, check it out. Um, John and I did today. And uh, the movie runs about, what, an hour, 28 minutes, 17 seconds, actually, to be exact. Yeah, an hour and 28 um, minutes, which yeah, is actually it's, perfect. It's in and out. It's in and out. And like John said, you got some um, gunfights. I mean, you got explosions. It's a little bit of everything, and it does take you back to that '95 era um, um, of uh, cop films, you know. So, yeah, not not a bad not a bad watch. No, definitely not. Like you said, most movies today is like two hours long. With this yes. one, you're in and out quick. Yes. It's a quick story. You can easily just stop popcorn in your face, enjoy a suspense film right. without having to worry about anything. But it's yeah. not complicated. You're not going to get lost in it. I mean. You're going to follow it uh, perfectly. But you like I said, you and John said you will get involved with the characters and get a sense of who these cops are and um, and, you know, uh, the bravery of his um, of uh, Mike Thornton's acts to protect, you know, uh, Tom Moran's family and, um, you know, before and after uh, his death. So and, and the acting is really good. You got some really good actors here. I enjoyed the acting. I thought um, Kate Bosworth did a wonderful job playing the grieving wife. Um, she 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 just did really good. And of course, you have Mel Gibson who plays that that gritty detective. You know, right. uh, uh, funny you know at times. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, Mel Gibson. Line, uh, uh, can I tell you my favorite <laughs> Mel Gibson line in that movie though? What? You mean to interrupt me to, uh, uh, during this time for uh, uh, with my Yankees game? <laughs> for this shit that, that's exactly what he, how he says it and i thought it was hilarious even though my red sox fan but you know i just thought my, it was very um, relatable my favorite part was when um you have uh uh you have um william lerner who's played by russell richardson and he's going in 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 the detective's office played by uh, mel gibson and he's really irritating mel because he keeps bringing up these charges and 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 talking about, you know, these guys are dirty and whatever. And, you know, detectives just not having it. So he tells um, the character, he tells him, uh, uh, why don't you go and shut the door? And so he goes and shuts the door as if he's going to hear something gritty. And uh, Mel Gibson's character tells William Lerner, um, 
no, I mean, I want you on the other side of the door when you shut it. You're going to be on the outside of the door. And I thought that's funny. So Mel Gibson, you know, delivers little funny one-liners, you know, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely great. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead, check it out whenever it's getting released. And uh, yeah, let me, but yeah, I think that you guys are going to have a good time trying to watch this movie. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Tell them where they can watch it at though right now. Right you now. You can stream it. Um yeah, it's streaming right now, you guys. Yeah, it's um, actually streaming right now as we speak. So you guys can right. check it out on probably YouTube right. and stuff like that. Definitely. As well. So yeah, I definitely would recommend this. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I don't I don't yeah, want to give any more. Oh, yeah, I don't want um, I don't want to give any it. much more away. I think I think you guys yeah. got it. Yeah. But here's the thing. You guys can watch it on Prime Video, Apple TV, Redbox or Vudu video uh, or your Roku device as well. So that's right. another place that you can uh, go ahead and watch it at. Absolutely. So yeah, but you know what? We actually have another audio podcast that we just dropped. And matter of fact, Anthony was on the show with me for this one. It was the Sandlot review that we did. So mm-hmm. go ahead, check that out on the channel or on your audio only podcast, wherever you guys get your podcast from. We also have an online store. So just go to bonfire.com forward slash movie lovers one, or you can go on here and simply just click on the link below. And all that information is in the show notes below. So that's going to be it as far as the show uh, show goes. But smash that like button, smash the subscribe button, show us some love. And always until next time, guys. It's been fun. It's been real. Can't wait to do this again. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.